Welcome back to Talking Ball with B. So, Bucks kind of suck, don't they? No, it's too early for that. But they have been really, really bad to start this season, especially with Damian Lillard out. Um, so I wanted to do a quick recap of the Orlando game because for those of you that don't know, I do live down here, so I was able to see it in person. And yeah, I kind of wish I didn't see it in person. It was pretty bad. But I guess if we want to start on the positives with that, if you compare Amway Center to Pfizer Forum, we it really shows just how lucky we are. Pfizer is amazing. And I know Amway was the, the most recent one built before the Bucks built Pfizer. And they definitely took a lot of things. The arenas are pretty similar. But yeah, they... I just want to take a moment to say they did an incredible job with Pfizer. I know sometimes it feels like Pfizer isn't as loud, but other than that, just by the looks of it and everything and the whole deer district, everything they've done around it, Pfizer is incredible. So wanted to say that like at Amway, I don't know what it is. It's like the PA guy is so freaking loud. It was really annoying, and the building just seems huge, like you're far away from the action. So when you compare all that stuff to Pfizer, it really doesn't even compare. We're very lucky to have uh, what we have there. And yeah, I guess one positive about that game, I got to meet Mike Miller. Our, our seats were right by uh, where the Magic do their pregame show, so... I was walking up to go get some food at the concession stand, and I see a really tall dude, recognized him right away, and he made eye contact with me, so I went up to him, talked to him, got to meet him. That was pretty cool, and then I go back to my seat, and or I go get some food, and then when I'm heading back to my seat, he was on the pregame show, and then at halftime, they honored him or something, so that was pretty cool. Probably the only highlight of the night, because if we're talking about the actual action, it was horrible seeing it in person you really it was just a staggering experience everything was so so easy for the magic every time they wanted to get to the hoop they got to the hoop every time they drew contact they got the foul call and then if you compare that to us everything was a struggle we couldn't do anything if Giannis wasn't scoring nobody was scoring and it just, they just made it seem so difficult to do literally anything. So it was really bad. The on-ball defense was horrible, just literally atrocious. Every time the Magic, especially Cole Anthony or Jalen Suggs, those two dudes were getting by their guy so easily and creating amazing looks for other people. So we couldn't stay in front of everybody. These guys look like traffic cones out there. And then um, on our end of the ball, or our end of the court, we were terrible. It was all half-court offense. We never got any stops. We never got out in transition. And our offense was just literally just stuck in the mud. It was disgusting. Orlando was clearly the superior team. And I know we didn't have Dame. So take that with a grain of salt. But from what we saw, I'm like pretty concerned. 
I know we're still going to be great when Dame's in the lineup and Giannis is in the lineup, but can you rely on those guys to be healthy? Dame's getting up there. Chris, he was horrible in this game. I'm losing a lot of confidence in Chris. His minutes still haven't gone up, even though they said they were going to ramp him up. He's still right around 20 minutes, and he just looks really, really bad in person. If he's not making his shots, like he can't move. He's slow, old, injured. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just really, really nervous about him. So all in all, fun experience going to the game because I'll tell you, there are a ton of Bucks fans in Orlando. I think a lot of people make trips out of it to get out of the winter, come into the Florida sun, but there were so many Bucks fans. Maybe Orlando fans just don't wear jerseys like we do, but I swear it it felt like there were more Bucks fans than Magic fans. Unfortunately, our team didn't play that well, so you couldn't hear them much, but yeah, it was pretty cool. There were a lot of Bucks fans there. That's always one of the most astounding things about going to an away game, especially for a team from Wisconsin. It's like to see that many Bucks fans in Orlando, that was pretty cool. So that kind of wraps up a quick recap of the Magic game. Right now, Bucks are sitting at 5-4. and four. Had some good moments when our guys are in the lineup, and then as soon as someone's out, it goes to crap. And overall, just has not been good. Um, so next part of this podcast, I want to talk about some of the biggest disappointments this year, and then some of the biggest positives. There are some positives, I promise. And then some of the things that we need to improve on and roster needs. So that's what's coming up in the podcast. All right, so we're going to start it off with the crappy stuff, hopefully end on the positive stuff. But if you had to ask me what my biggest disappointments are so far, number one, by a landslide has been the defense. Defense, like I mentioned in that Orlando recap, the defense has been terrible. Uh, Guys at the point of attack cannot stay in front of their defenders. They aren't good at helping each other out. And I think overall, I mentioned this in the last pod, this roster just can't do what Adrian Griffin wants them to do. And I think that's going to be a huge deal. It's really that's going to be the reason that they're going to need to make moves later in the season. So by far, number one disappointment has been their defense. If I had to pick specific players that are the biggest disappointments so far, I would say, in my opinion, Campaign and Malik Beasley, those two off-season additions, they have been horrendous. Campaign, he's been okay offensively, but he can't guard a soul. Seriously, he cannot do anything on defense. So, uh, I mean, yeah, he's been a decent upgrade on offense compared to what we've had in the past with backup guards, but his defensive impact is going to be, it's probably going to outweigh his offense. So overall, I think he's been a real bummer. And then Malik Beasley, by far the biggest disappointment player-wise. Wanted to take on this role of being a good defender and guarding everybody's best player, best wing, best guard, and 
he just can't do it. He just, I don't think he can do it. He's not good enough at moving his feet. It feels like he plays smaller than he is. I feel like he's not that small of a dude, but he plays smaller. And then offensively, he's had a couple decent nights where he's hitting his shots, but if he's not making threes, he's pretty much a a negative. And then he can't really get to the basket either. I thought maybe he'd have a little bit more skill at getting to the basket, but he's just like Grayson. I actually would prefer Grayson, if we're being totally honest. Grayson, as much crap as he got, he was a knockdown shooter too. And he could actually get to the hoop. He could throw it down on people. I feel like that was underrated. I mean, it's fine that we let him go, but I just think overall our replacements haven't been that great or that much better. Um, So Malik Beasley campaign, definitely the two biggest disappointments for me. Let's see what's next. I feel like this disappointment list just keeps growing. And there's not much on the positives list. But another huge disappointment so far, Damian Lillard's three-point shooting. He just has not been able to shoot yet. This is kind of common in his career. He's always kind of started slowly. But, man, if he can just start making some threes, this offense, which actually hasn't been bad, somehow they are, I think, 11th in net rate, or not net rating, offensive rating so far. So despite the offense being pretty garbage, they're still 11th. Um, and Dame, the main reason he's been effective is because he's been able to get to the line. That's in the positives later. But so far, three-point shooting has been really, really bad. You'd think as time goes on, as he gets his legs underneath him, he'll start making more shots. But so far, that's been a huge bummer. Especially when you watch Steph. And everybody's like, oh, he's including myself, Damian Lillard. He's slightly a slightly worse shooter than Steph. And then you watch Steph, it's nobody's close. I mean, obviously he's the greatest shooter of all time, but nobody is close. He's putting up almost fifty, like like it's nothing. Still haven't seen that from Dame, but hopefully, hopefully it's coming. And the last negative. I'm going to, or the last disappointment, I'm going to cut this list off at, let's see, at five things. I feel like I could keep going. Still haven't even said anything about the coach because that's kind of a wait and see type of thing. But the last thing on my biggest disappointments list has got to be Giannis's free throws. It is freaking embarrassing how bad he is at free throws. Everything about it is terrible. It's so annoying because if you watch him practice, like if you watch, go on YouTube, watch those all accesses, watch anything of him at the practice facility, it at least looks decent. Like he doesn't have a hitch or anything. I mean, it's always bad. His form is terrible, but when it comes to the game, It's like everything he learned goes out the window, and his shot is just, oh my god. It's painful. It's excruciating to watch. He's still taking forever to shoot his free throws. I get it. He likes to use that time as a break because he plays so hard, but that's never going to help you shoot free throws. 
anybody who's a good shooter knows this. Like, it's, you don't want to get in your head. It's going to be muscle memory. And he stands there for 10 seconds and does his stupid pantomime routine before he gets the ball. Everybody's annoyed. And then he goes up there and airballs the free throws because he's literally standing flat-footed before he releases the ball. And it's all arms. If you watch Damian Lillard, it's all his, it's a flick of the wrist. He's, I mean, it just comes so naturally to him. And then with Giannis, it's all arms. Everything is short. It's terrible. So by far, biggest disappointment from Giannis is the free throws. But maybe we just got to give up on that because I don't see those getting better at any time. So before I jump into the positives, I wouldn't say these things have been disappointments so far, but they haven't necessarily been positives yet either. And those two things involve the Damianis pick and roll. One, they haven't run it a whole lot. And two, they just haven't been successful with it yet. Dame clearly hasn't been able to shoot yet. And then just Giannis is clearly uncomfortable rolling to the hoop. And I think a lot of it's on Dame because you see when when Giannis um, runs pick and roll with Chris, Chris is able to get closer to the hoop it feels like and just able to get easier buckets for Giannis and Dame's doing a good job but I feel like he's not getting close enough to the hoop he's getting Giannis the ball in the short roll kind of like Draymond and Giannis just doesn't have that skill skill set yet I think he's going to develop it they need more reps for sure but he's just so uncomfortable in that in-between zone he gets the ball and he wants to attack but he kind of hesitates because he's not getting it with full head of steam he's getting it at a standstill and then he's terrible at those little push shots hook shots so he kind of struggles he's like do i kick it out right away do i attack the hoop draw some fouls but it's just not working hopefully eventually it will i think we need dame to attack more get closer to the hoop draw more draw more defenders because dishing it to Giannis right away, he's still got a wall in front of him. So that's a work in progress, but I wouldn't say it's a complete disappointment yet. Next, I'm going to talk about the positives so far this year. I will say there's not a lot in my eyes, but there are a couple, couple pretty good things that we've seen. Um, number one, by far has been Dame's ability to get to the free throw line and take over games in clutch moments. That's something that we just have not had in the past, and it's going to be a huge, huge asset for the for the Bucks come playoff time. He's been able to draw fouls, keep that scoreboard moving. Him and Giannis are going to lead the league in free throws. So that has definitely been uh, the biggest positive, in my opinion. After that, Couple couple things about Coach Griffin. I was very nervous at the beginning of the year when he was running his defense, not putting Brook Lopez in drop. Thankfully, he switched out of that quickly, but um, defense is still suffering. But a couple things that I like about him. He's willing to try shit. Like He just throws stuff out there, uh, plays the young guys. If anybody's not making shots or 
not giving effort. He'll put the young guys in, at least give them a shot. I think that's more than you can say for Bud. And then the last positive, the 2-3 zone. He's been leaning on it way too much. It's almost turning it into a slight negative, but that's because our team just can't play man-to-man defense. But when we have gone to the 2-3 zone, it's been really successful. I'm glad he's doing it. I really don't understand why other teams don't do it. The fact that NBA teams don't play 2-3 zone is kind of weird to me. Um, Feels like Spo. I mean, everybody thinks he's the best coach in the league. He runs zone more than anybody else. So I've liked what I've seen from them doing the 2-3 zone. I'm glad that he's trying stuff. But overall, I mean, the defense has been a mess. That's been like the only positive defensively. So... That's it. That's, those are the three positives I've come up with. Other than that, it's been pretty brutal out there. So a lot of improvement is needed. Last thing I wanted to mention before I get you out of here, the roster needs. Everybody's been talking about this right now. This team, to me, is 100% not good enough to win a title. They need some changes. As constructed, I. Boston's better. I just feel like there's a lot of teams. This team is so beatable right now. So they need to make a change. Obviously, we need a point of attack defender, need a guard, need a wing defender, need someone with a little bit more size. I just feel like we're too old, too slow, too small. So the guys that you've heard from a lot of people, Alex Caruso, Dorian Finney-Smith, there's a couple other ones that probably aren't possible, but they fit that archetype. OG Ananobi, Pat Williams. This is all depending on these types of teams to kind of go in the tank and want to sell off. I think the Bulls will. Not sure about the Raptors with OG or Dorian Finney-Smith. They might move him because the Nets just have 50 freaking wings right now. So hopefully the Bucks can get one of those dudes because if they don't, I I don't see it with this team, even as good as the offense is and as good as it will be when Dame actually starts making shots. I think if we can't stop anybody, like literally if we can't stop anyone from getting to the hoop, we're we're not going to win. So simple as that. We'll see. Bucks play the Bulls tonight. Hopefully they can get right. They're back at home. Lillard is probable. Hopefully he plays. If the Bucks lose this one, it's going to get even worse. We already have a freaking civil war going on. People think <laughs> people think Griffin needs to be fired. I think it's a little premature to say that. There's half of Bucks Twitter that thinks the other half of Bucks Twitter is racist. It's been a lot of fun. And then you got some people who might actually be racist who, I mean, they can't stand Griffin. They want Stotts back. I get it there that what it did look like a red flag that stats left but come on just chill with that got to give this dude some time hopefully he can figure it out a couple months from now though if he's still struggling i'm all for it i am on record i i wanted nurse i think they should have gone with nurse he's shown that he can do it he's been incredible against the bucks every time he plays them Philly is off to an incredible start. So, I don't know. 
it's tough. Because if it was truly Giannis's choice, you kind of had to do it, and he signed the extension, so hiring Griffin is a win already. But either way, I think Nurse was the right choice, so I'm a little nervous about that. So that's where we are. Didn't think that it would be this rough to start the year, but here we are. That said, hopefully we can get this turned around. Thank you for listening, everybody. Make sure to subscribe, and I'll see you in the next one.